following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, we're going to continue our theme of setting our intentions and manifesting our goals in the new year. And now we are going to turn our attention to money. Most of you know by now that I'm a psychologist, but I also have a coaching program dealing with manifesting your wealth goals. It's called Feelings and Finance, and one of the tools that I use is a program called Tapping into Wealth which is based on Margaret Lynch's program of the same name, and I'm an authorized Tapping Into Wealth coach. So today, I have a couple of volunteers who have graciously agreed to help out with my demonstration of the program. Please welcome Mary. Hi. Thank you so much, Mary, for um, joining us today. Good morning, Linda. And also welcome Maria. Hello, Linda. Thank you also for helping to uh, uh, illustrate this process for us today. Now, I do want you to know you don't have to share any personal details you don't want to with uh, with our listeners. Um, oftentimes, when I do this process in a group of people, uh, people sort of, it's like third grade, they cover up their paper as they're writing their answers down because it's not something everybody usually wants to share. Although the feelings, if we share the feelings, those pretty much are going to be what everybody's experiencing. And so I want every all the rest of you to get your paper and pencils ready. Make sure you have something to write with and uh, we'll get started. So I'm going to begin by defining a money map. A money map is a personal, specific concrete reflection of a communication regarding your relationship with money. It's not your income, your debt, or your net worth. It's what money means to you, what it says about you, what you think you deserve, and what you think you are capable of earning. Money says what we tell it to. Unfortunately for most of us, we learn to communicate with money at a very early age when our early family paradigm was more or less downloaded into our little brains without our conscious awareness. This paradigm is like the software that runs our money behavior, silent and automatic. It includes the rules you have about what's possible for you, what emotions, and yes, traumas, what traumas you may have had about it. Again, most of it out of our daily awareness. 
We're going to begin to examine personal and cultural views of money. Our personal views are below the surface of day-to-day feelings and sometimes way below. Again, they were usually formed before age six. Cultural beliefs and ideas are behaviors we may all share or at least acknowledge. For example, ladies, if I ask you that if you go to a dinner party at someone's house and you ask them how much money they make, What's their response going to be? Very resistant. Very resistant. You probably won't be invited back. Right. And if you ask them how much debt they're carrying, what do you think the response on that one is? Totally uncomfortable. Yes, exactly. I don't think you'll make it to dessert. They'll kick you out. (laughs) You know, so really... These are behaviors that we all sort of agree upon. And um, in 1986, psychiatrist Dr. David Kruger wrote, money is probably the most emotionally meaningful object in contemporary life. Only food and sex are its close competitors as common carriers of such strong and diverse feelings, significance, and strivings. He also reminds us that a therapist once wrote, money questions are treated by cultured people in the same manner as sexual matters with the same inconsistency, prudishness, and hypocrisy. The year 1913, the therapist Sigmund Freud. So I'm not sure we've made all that much progress, at least with respect to money. So with that as our backdrop, let's get started. So we're going to do our money map. And in this money map, there are five categories of money, savings, debt, income, income goals, and toxic money. Now, not everybody has issues in every category, and not everybody has toxic money, which I'll explain later on. But each time, type of money has its own energy, feelings, and beliefs. When you think of them, they feel different. For example, ladies, if if you play the lotto, and there was big lotto fever in California recently, and you got a lotto ticket, and you realize you won $50,000. How would that feel? Good and comfortable. Yeah. And what would you do? Do you imagine you might jump up and down? or? Yes. With excitement. I would definitely jump up and down. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's, that's what you usually see people doing. They're hollering and jumping up and down in excitement. Um, they feel it in their bodies. Now, conversely, if you go out to your mailbox and you get a letter and it says, it's from the IRS and says you owe an extra 50000 in taxes, how does that feel? Mm. Oh, bad. Bad. Yeah, heavy. Yeah. Heavy. Heavy, exactly. You know, um, again, you can feel it in your body. There are different ideas, feelings, and sensations about each one. So there's a mind-body connection. And so we need to use a mind-body technique to clear the limiting beliefs associated with each one. And that technique is EFT or tapping, which we've discussed several times on this show. And we'll do a little bit of it later today. So we have our five categories. And in each category, there are three elements. First, a belief. A belief is a thought or the series of thoughts that we have about money. Habitual self-talk is the result of that. Number two, feelings, how we feel about that category. 
and what creates the stress response that we experience within that. And then the third one is trauma. And oftentimes people don't consider the trauma that's associated with the different categories of money. And it's usually something like maybe an illness, a divorce, a loss um, that you may have experienced. So now let's, let's get started with savings. So I want you to write down how much money you have in your savings. And by that, I mean, what can you get your hands on in case of of an emergency? Just write that number down and look at it. And as you do so, what are the two main feelings that come up when you look at that number? Think of two feelings. And most of the time when I ask people two feelings, they give me two thoughts. So I'm going to encourage you to try and think of a feeling. It might some, be something like sadness, worthlessness, shame, anxiety, stress, whatever. It's probably not going to be love, peace, and joy, or we wouldn't have to clear it. So write down those feelings and don't cheat yourself because everything you're going to write down is, are the things we're going to be aiming to clear. And then, what is the main thing you say in your head when you look at that number? What thoughts go with that number? Is that clear, ladies? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, good. Okay. Yes. So you're going to have your two feelings and then the thought that runs along with it. And then thirdly, does thinking about the amount in your savings remind you of something that happened in the past, perhaps that involved great loss, disappointment, or a feeling of losing safety and security. So think about, was there something like, uh, maybe somebody was sick and, and you had to spend your savings on getting them medical care, or maybe there was a divorce and you lost all your savings, or any number of things. Um, and it can be the sort of thing that you look at and say, well, if that hadn't happened, I'd be much further ahead by now. So lastly, I'm going to ask you to look at those, all those things you wrote down and finish this sentence. This means that I am what? What am I? So I'm going to give you a second to write that down. And and I'll give you an example of what somebody's uh, paper might look like. And these are the most common things that I hear. The two main feelings that come up for people are sadness and anxiety. And they say to themselves something like, I'm a loser. And it's not enough. And so then then they might have a trauma associated with, as I say, an illness. And so the sentence is, this means I'm worthless or something really negative like that. So make sure you have your sentences all done already. And then we're going to go ahead and move on to debt. We're going to do the same process with debt. So write down your total number of debt. How much money you have that you're carrying in debt. See what that is. And then we're going to do the same thing 
I want you to write down your two main feelings. And usually when people are dealing with their two main feelings in debt, it's pretty dark. It's pretty negative. So don't be surprised if that's what's coming up for you. And then the thing, main thing you say in your head when you look at that. And then does thinking about the number in your debt remind you of a situation in the past? Maybe this time of more of a battle or a time in your life when you never forgave yourself or someone else. Like maybe you have debt because you made a bad business deal and somebody you trusted ripped you off. Uh, That kind of thing. See if there's any of that. And then, again, you're going to write down, this means that I am what? And once again, I'll just review some of the most common things that I hear from people. Uh, The feelings have more to do with shame, embarrassment, anger, frustration. And the main thing people say to themselves I'm an idiot. And again, there may be a bad business deal or a main loss in that regard. And so their sentence becomes something like, I'm a loser. Again, it's very dark and very negative for most people. Ladies, are are we on track? Am I, is that clear for everybody? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I got it. Okay. Okay. Anything you want to share before we go to our commercial break? Uh, no. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like I said, it's usually pretty dark for most people. Um, and so we're getting ready to take a short commercial break. And as we go to break, we're going to listen to a bit of an old song by Simply Red called Money's Too Tight to Mention. And that's the position exactly that we don't want to be in. We'll be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Are you happy in your life, or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. 
Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's DrSanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We're in the middle of our money map so that we can uncover our limiting beliefs and feelings that are holding us back from achieving our financial dreams. And one of the questions I got during the break has to do with what if you're experiencing uh, a range of emotions like what if you're experiencing maybe joy and happiness on one hand and at the same time anxiety well usually anxiety is associated with uh oh I'm afraid it's not enough and joy is well I'm glad it is enough so obviously we don't need to clear the joy we can be expressing our gratitude for that but the anxiety is what we focus on when we want to clear something so that does that make sense, ladies? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Totally. Okay. Good. So now we're going to go to um, the next category, which is income. So I want you to write down how much money you make, and you can. Most people use it by month, but you can write down whatever is convenient for you. Um, so write down that number, and then uh, to my listeners. I want you to say out loud, and ladies, you can say it out loud too. It's not enough. It's not it's enough. Not enough. It's never enough. It's, it's never, never enough. enough. Okay. Now, I want you to write down how true does that feel to you on a scale of one to ten? How true is that? That it's never enough. Jot that down, and then I want you to write down the two main feelings that come up when you look at your income number. And again, what do you say in your head when you see that number? What thoughts and beliefs come up? See what you can jot down about your income because the income is the direct flow of money into your life that's received in exchange for your time and energy. It represents survival and the level at which you value yourself. So again, thinking about the amount that you're earning and how hard you work, does that remind you of any financial situation or trauma that you or maybe your parents had around money? Because oftentimes, Traumas around income may be connected to parents. 
And, you know, we may, we remember that when we were 10, perhaps, dad got fired or mom lost her job or there was some, uh, perhaps a parent died and there was no money coming in after that. So those are really powerful experiences as well. So I want you to, again, look at the income amount and finish this sentence. This means that I'm, what? What's it mean? You know, and again, most people aren't writing it down because it's, it's joy consistently. So um, see what you can come up with. And most of us have um, an unconscious fear or anxiety about income. And that's the total opposite of what we want to feel if we believe in law of attraction, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's hard to attract something if you're vibrating at the exact negative vibration of it. So then next, we're going to talk about income goals. Now, income goals trigger very specific limiting beliefs. Um, and I want you, you know, you have your goal that you wrote, you, you have your income that you wrote down. And now I want you to write down double your income level. Just double it for the next year. And you, let's just say for the next year, you're going to try and make it happen. So you're looking at that. What emotions and feelings come up? Income goals. What comes up when you look at that? And then the truth is that is what? I'll tell you what most people say. That's impossible. And I want you to say out loud for yourself, that's impossible. That's impossible. That's impossible. And how does that feel? Pretty true? On a scale of 1 to 10, how true is that? Are we writing it down or telling you? Um, you can do both. You have to write it down. So you remember, if you don't write it down, you won't remember. But if you want to tell me, that's great too. Hmm. Does it seem pretty true? Uh, yeah, maybe a seven. A seven. Okay, good. And then what emotions are the strongest when you say that? <clears throat> Please write those down. And then I want to focus a little bit on um, how that income goal would be viewed by your family. Like, um, let's say it's a large goal. Let's say, you know, maybe it's $100,000. And how would people in your family view that you making that much money? Um, And how hard you have to work. Do people like us make that kind of money? Let's say you make $100,000 and work two days a week. Parents understand that? Would they support that? Or would they be suspicious and think, what are you doing to earn that money? You know, we want to look at 
what's underneath that because those are where our our initial beliefs come from and oftentimes they weren't spoken but we felt it we knew it we could see it going around us and then also I want you to take a look at is there any kind of fear of failure you know the income goals big income goals bring up fear of failure And, you know, of course, nobody wants that. But that's what we all t- tend to look at, fear of failure. And, you know, subconsciously, that may be what's getting in our way, you know, also disappointment or embarrassment. What if you set a big goal? What if you tell everybody, oh, I want to make that much money, and you don't make it? That's what people are afraid of. They'll, you know, be made fun of or be humiliated in the family. It could be a number of different things. So you have, now you have your, your savings, your debt, your income, and your income goals. Um, and these things, if you take them together, they create your set point. This is, if these beliefs taken together create the amount that you believe that you're entitled to or that you're allowed to make. So I want to take then a moment to talk about toxic money. Um, And toxic money, as I said earlier, it's not something everyone has. But if you do have it, it can really be a burden and hold you back. And toxic money has to do with... um, Uh, a very disempowering type of money block. It's cash that you need to survive, but that comes with a very negative emotional price or a battle, usually from a source that you would love to be rid of, but that you depend on. For example, sometimes alimony, um, sometimes um, disability, Um, sometimes that you may have, let's say, not the best relationship with um, the person who's paying your bills and you would love to be free of that, but it's not possible. So sometimes people might say, okay, I have golden handcuffs, but um, it also be maybe money that you were cheated out of, like a lawsuit settlement, an inheritance Or it's money that you have to fight to get every month. Uh, And you can see that there's a burden associated with that. So I want you to take a look and see, are you receiving any money from any source that you need to survive, but it comes with a negative emotional price? And that, you know, just kind of search for that like I said not everybody has it but um, if you do have it it's a challenge to clear it, and you probably need some help with a practitioner to clear it because it's so intense and sometimes the way to look is you look and look back on a situation that happened and sometimes people say to themselves since that day 
I've never been able to earn any money. And so if you do have that, I want you to look at the emotions around that money and all the people that were involved and think about what you say to yourself when you think about it. And once again, it's usually pretty negative. And there's a lot of anger, perhaps, and there's a battle. Toxic money comes with a battle, a fight. It's not easy. So, ladies, do you, either of you have any toxic money that you know of? I don't. Oh, good. Linda, I haven't ha- don't have at the present, but that's exactly what my position was, in a toxic environment with toxic money. Ah, okay. And now you're free of that? I am free of that, yes. Oh, good. Okay, perfect. All righty. We're going to take another short break and listen to a bit of Money's Too Tight to Mention, and we'll be right back with my dear volunteers as we talk about our money map. Be right back. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Welcome back, everyone. We are talking today about our money map and our money story, that personal communication that we all have with money, and how to uncover the parts of it that need to be uh, clarified and changed. So one question came up during the break, and that has to do with types of income. And if you're getting unemployment, that's an income. If you have a severance package, maybe you change jobs, that's an income. Oftentimes people don't think of that as that, but though that's an income source. It's maybe not the traditional of going to uh, going in and getting a, a check from your employer every week, but that's still income. So we still want to take a look at that because it's money coming in and usually there's pressure associated with it. I don't know, ladies, if I, either of you feels that pressure, but most people yeah. do, you know, because... A severance package usually doesn't last forever, mm-hmm. and uh, un- unemployment doesn't last forever, and you know it's hard to adjust to that. So, um, another another issue we were dealing with, which I think is so important, because um, ladies, as as you share this, these are things that everybody can benefit from, because so many of us have similar experiences. And I, I think one of you said, you really want to learn how to think differently. And mm-hmm. that's what the program is about. Um, and um, can we talk a little bit more maybe about um, the fa- some of the family ideas that happened after you doubled your income? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. So, so for me, the the family story is you better be killing yourself if you're making, you know, X number of dollars Mm -hmm. to double your income. Mm -hmm. So, in other words, really hard. Really, really hard. You better be working really, really, really hard because that's the family story. Uh huh. And, and so if what does it mean to the family if you're not working really hard? Like I said, let's say you're making, you get a, a, a job that pays you really well and you don't have to work really, really, really hard. You just work okay, hard, regular. Well, well the, the, the internal family um, scripting for me would be guilt. Ah, like you're doing oh, something wrong. Oh, I'm not wrong. Supposed to be making all this money if I'm not killing myself. Okay. So you're breaking a pretty powerful family rule. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I too, um, since I got laid off last year, um, after, you know, working for over you know, 20 plus years really hard, um, you know, I'm, I'm realizing that that was the expectation and that, that is the job I had. I did the work of 10 people and, mm. and had to, you know, and it was, but it was like, it was an expectation, but I don't, I wasn't necessarily paid, you know, for the work of 10 people. And I just made sure that it always happened and it always happened. But, you know, there was always, my dad was a really hard worker. He, there was always enough money um, and food on the table, but he worked like seven days a week and took on, um, you know, extra jobs and things like that. Uh, to provide, and so yeah, I to to make an X amount of dollars, but only have to work two days a week, or have a life to myself, or you know, like and and have a a bounce. That would be a huge thing um, that I'd be breaking out of 
that I don't have to be so stressed out and depleted of energy <laughs> because mm. I'm working mm-hmm. so hard to even make a, you know, just a decent wage, not even the double of what I was. Like the double mm-hmm. is almost unheard of, mm-hmm. um, but working super, super hard, my fingers to the bone to make, you know, half of what my ideal goal would be. Um, and I think so, what yeah. you just said a moment ago about being stressed out and depleted, you know, mm-hmm. who wants that? No one wants that, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, Mary, what you were saying about, you know, you're not going to have a life if you're working triple hard, you know, but that's yeah. the, that's what the family says. That's what you must do. And so when you push against the family values and when you push against uh, what they said you should do, then you're going to run up against some uh, anxiety and stress because you're breaking a rule. And yeah. You know, then you have to confront, well, what are they going to say about me? And, you know, sometimes you can tell, you know, sometimes families will just look at you sort of askance or they'll they'll be suspicious or, you know, if you have the kind of, uh, of mom who would just so, you know, cluck her tongue at you like, I don't know what that girl's doing. You know, she's not, she, or they think, you know, she can't be making that much money legally, you know, and there's just all kinds of things that can emerge that are very negative. Um, and and it's really hard to manifest more money when you have those harsh rules that are keeping you back. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so for you guys, um, some of those things that we would want to change would have to do with that it's okay to be paid really well and not work our fingers to the bone. Mm-hmm. And that also brings up a lot of deserving issues. Mm-hmm. You know, I deserve, yep. I deserve more or I deserve better or I deserve a better life than what my family had. Mm. You know, because certainly if you're not stressed out and depleted, you're going to have a better life. (laughs) I mean, one would think, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Is there anything else on that um, topic, ladies, that might help other people with where we are in terms of... uh, Yeah. I think that a major point is, you know, not only in my particular family, but what I see also with my colleagues and friends is that we're all supposed to work 80, 90 hours a week to make a good living. I mean, that's the scripting that I see with so many people. Right. It's almost like um, like a status symbol in a way. You know, if you don't work 80 hours a week, then you're not working. Or if or, you're not sending out emails at 5.30 in the morning, then you're really not working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of a slacker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, it's really kind of crazy when you think about it. Oh, you're not, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not up at five in the morning doing your work. You're a slacker. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or if you really do try to wrap your day up by five or five thirty. Oh, no. Instead of extending it till seven or sending out that last email at the end of the night or something. Mm -hmm. And And especially now that we, especially now that we live in such a virtual world, you know, it's like, 
we don't even have to be in an office to go take care of that. <laughs> you know, it's on our phones right. and on our um, computers. Right. Or if your boss wants you to work over the weekend and you say no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, what What are you allowed to do? Again, these are all our set points. It's like, yeah, well, sure, I can make whatever the figure is. I'm just saying, you know, 100000 for sake of argument. I can make 100000 but I have to work 80 hours a week. Correct. And that rule is very painful because it guarantees I'll be stressed out and I'll be depleted and I won't have a life. So, okay, exactly. you know, if you, let's say you're 100,000, you want to double that to 200,000. Does that mean it's going to kill you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> there's not that many hours in, in the week to work uh, under that kind of pressure. And we all know what that kind of pressure does to us. Um, we know what it does to our body. We know what it does, you know, to our relationships. If we have a relationship, because you don't have time to spend time with anyone. Mm-hmm. Or so. it, or do anything else other than work. Right, right. You know, and... Yeah, and, or yeah. and any days off or time off is resting to try to get back from be, feeling depleted. <laughs> right, like yeah, back, in back again. to work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Back to work. And, you know, it reminds me of that old saying, well, there's no rest for the weary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The, that really, it's not a rule. Would be it's not okay to rest. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to relax. It's not okay to have fun. And what kind of life is that? Mm-hmm. So yeah. So yeah, there's you got there's a lot of, of deeper material in that that comes both from our early our early paradigms and our family paradigms, as you're so eloquently sharing with us to see. You know, this is what we lived with. This is what we do. This is what establishes our set point. So, you know, it sounds like you're both in a similar situation of having, yeah, I've done really well, but I've worked my fingers to the bone. And now it's time to rethink all of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. we want to we clear some of these old ideas. Um, and so... I, I want to make sure that you guys have written down the things that we want to clear because in our next segment, we're going to be able to do a, um, a tapping process that we can use to take some of the, the energy off of, off of those negative beliefs and then ultimately to begin to change them. Um, and I know I had you write down a couple of things like when you said it's impossible um, those numbers are things that you're going to be able to use to say, okay, am I making a difference here? If I do my tapping and my number was a 10, then I want my number to come down to maybe an 8 and then a 6 or a 5 or whatever it may be. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, yes. good. Okay. So um, get your notes ready and... Um, We're going to go to another short break, and when we come back, I'm going to do a tapping script with you that will show you how you can use this tool to sort of de-stress yourself. And we all know I'm famous for saying stress makes you stupid, and we don't want to be stupid about money. So we'll be right back. Money's too tight to make sure. 
up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking about our limiting beliefs and our toxic emotions, perhaps, that hold us back towards uh, achieving our money goals and our financial freedom, really. And that, you know, we've gone through several different categories in our money map and and uh, we have a list of the feelings and the limiting beliefs and sometimes a list of traumas that uh, lead us to certain conclusions about who we are relative to money and form part of our conversation that we have with money. And I want to, I don't want to leave you with all of those negative feelings sitting there because, you know, it is pretty negative for for most of us who have issues in this area, and that is most of us. So we're going to use a little tapping script. Um, Most of you, I think, are uh, familiar. We've done a lot of tapping on the show. If you're not, then you can just tap lightly on your collarbone points and What's going to happen is I'm going to run through this script and I'm going to use words that I most commonly hear from people. Now, you have your own list of words, the feelings, the thoughts, and you can use yours as you tap along. But I'm just going to share with you the ones that I most commonly hear. But feel free to substitute what seems important for you. And as we go through this, Marie is going to be my echo. So, ready to get started? 
Yes. Okay, great. So we're going to start by tapping on the eyebrow points. That's usually where we start. And the truth is... The truth is... Every time I think about money... Every time I think about money... My nervous system... My nervous system... Is wired to react with sadness... Is wired to react with sadness... And anxiety... And anxiety... And disappointment. And disappointment. And I really feel it. And I really feel it. But I don't want to feel that. But I don't want to feel that. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. It's painful. It's painful. No wonder I don't want to focus on my finances. No wonder I don't want to focus on my finances. When I do. When I do. My nervous system runs with the feelings. My nervous system runs with the feelings of sadness. Of sadness. Anxiety. Anxiety. And disappointment. And disappointment. Over and over. Over and over. I feel the stress. I feel the stress. The sadness. The sadness. And the anxiety. And the anxiety. I feel it in my chest. I feel it in my chest. In my stomach. In my stomach. In my head. In my head. My heart. My heart. And my whole body. And my whole body. All these awful feelings. All these awful feelings. Of sadness. Of sadness. Anxiety, anxiety, and disappointment, and disappointment. I wonder how long I felt this in reaction to money. I wonder how long I felt this in reaction to money. And I start thinking thoughts, and I start thinking thoughts that feel really true, that feel really true. Thoughts like, I'm a failure. Thoughts like, I'm a failure. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I just can't seem to get it right. And I just can't seem to get it right. And I think these thoughts over and over. And I think these thoughts over and over. Like a recorder. Like a recorder. And those thoughts always feel true. And that hurts. And these thoughts always feel true. And that hurts. Those thoughts and words always seem true. Those thoughts and words always seem true. And always seem to get proved as over and over. And always seem to get proved as over and over. So I say to myself again and again. So I say to myself again and again. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. A failure. A failure. And when I play those thoughts in my head, and when I play those thoughts in my head, I feel more stress and anxiety. I feel more stress and anxiety. It's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. No wonder I'm not spending time setting goals and managing money. No wonder I'm not spending time setting goals and managing money. I totally honor my nervous system is wired to react this way. 
I totally honor that my nervous system is wired to react this way. I totally honor my thoughts are programmed to run this way. I totally honor that my thoughts are programmed to run this way. I'm open to changing this. I'm open to changing this. I'm open to observing this and questioning this. I'm open to observing this and questioning this. Every time I feel it come up. Every time I feel it come up. I'm open to rewiring my nervous system for my highest good. I'm open to rewiring my nervous system for the highest good. I'm open to rewiring my habitual thinking for my highest good. I'm open to rewiring my habitual thinking for my highest good. I'm open to a whole new way of thinking and feeling about money and wealth. I'm open to a whole new way of thinking and feeling about money and wealth. I'm open to having new choices. I'm open to having new choices. Clearing out the old. Clearing out the old. Choosing a new way. Choosing a new way. My new way. My new way. I'm saying yes to money. I'm saying yes to money. Yes to receiving more. Yes to receiving more. Yes to managing and creating more. Yes to managing and creating more. Yes to the best ideas. Yes to the best ideas. Inspirations. Inspiration. Strategies and actions. Strategies and actions. For my highest good. For my highest good. All right. Take a deep breath. And your homework, everybody, is to do that tapping script. You can listen to the show again and run through it again. And I want you to do that every day for a week and see how you feel. See what happens. See what begins to shift. Um, And if you want to continue this powerful process, you can send me an email, call my office, 714-841-5534, or message me on Facebook at Dr. Linda Sanicola. I have a six-week program that we can move you through it. And um, I want to really thank my volunteers for being courageous enough to share some of the the information you did. I know it's not easy to talk about that, Mary and Maria. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, Linda. I appreciate it. And next week, we're going to be discussing the idea of sacred business or how our business success often reflects our personal and spiritual growth. Tune in with my guest, Natalie Hill, as she explains these powerful concepts. Thanks for listening. Today, I leave you with the words of the wise Dr. Seuss. Be who you are and say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. See you all next week. Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.